Welcome back to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock. Let's chat. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Today, I am joined by a special guest friend again, John. Say hi, John. Hi, John. There you go, jerk. Anyway, (laughs) so... Uh, I'm continuing with my little uh, arc uh, topic, um, going through my friends. Um, We talked with Jay last time, now we're talking with John. John, the topic is teachable moments. Mm. With our kids, specifically. um, Had one or two. Right? And they always come up when... (laughs) Not not when you least expect them, but for, for me, it was one of those, like... I know, I know this is bad. I know this is going <laughs> to be It makes bad. you sit there and reflect. I'm like, am I a bad parent for letting this happen? <laughs> right. Right. So you got any and fun? The uh, answer is no, you're not. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. No, that, that, that is absolutely perfect. It is not. Uh, give yourself some slack. Yes. <laughs> it's the only way to stay sane, my friend. Yes. Stay sane and give yourself some slack. That's what you need give yourself some of it amen um so what 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 do you got for us john what's some insights and epiphanies you have well my you know it, it, i'm you know i'll be guilty as charged by saying i've had this happen more than once um so my, my son has a nasty tendency to um put on a face uh and i'm talking i'm you know usually when somebody says face you're like oh like you know pouty face you know i'm like no this is the epitome of pouty face oh no <laughs> yeah he puts on the upper the lower lip puts it up mm-hmm. and he starts doing little pout mm-hmm. and he tends to do this moment or he tends mm-hmm. to do this when my parents come by and i ah. see that lip starting to pout and i instantly know i instantly know what's gonna happen he's gonna mm-hmm. ask can i stay at Gigi and papa's house tonight <laughs> yeah and you know, part of me sits there because you never want to have the kid that sits there and pouts and gets their way. Mm-hmm. We don't want, naturally, we don't want our kids to think, if I cry, I'll get my way. And you have to kind of sit back and reflect on the certain moments when they can win their battles and when you can win yours. Right. But this is the one that I sit there and I'm like, is it bad of me to say I really would like a night off with my son tonight? <laughs> And just have a, a little a moment between me and my wife and my daughter. Um, uh, you know, I, those are those moments where I catch those and I, I sit there and I'm like, would it be right or would it would it be right to let him go, to let him get away with that? Mm-hmm. Is it is it okay or is he setting a precedent? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's always. Uh, so how how do you how have you been handling it? The best way to handle it, and I, I try to put up some easement on it, where I, I, I'll tell him, okay, so what do you tell your Gigi and Papa? And he instantly triggers into, may I please stay over at your house? Mm-hmm. It's the stuff where I'm like, if you're going to ask, at least mm-hmm. be polite about it. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, for the most part, I'll sit there and I, I think we've had our our fight backs over and over again or not over and over again but once and now and again if you know 
my parents are always more than willing because they always want to rob us of the grandchildren. They say, oh, we'll take them for years. And yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> that kid comes back. He's spoiled every time. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but it's um, it, it's one of those moments where you have to sit back and think, you know, am I doing damage here? You know, am I letting him get away with something he shouldn't? And I, I guess what you can only sit back there and do as a dad is sit there and say, I deserve this moment, you know, <laughs> where I can sit back. You know, it's it's one night out of this is I mean, thanks to COVID, we haven't seen my parents too crazy much. Mm-hmm. Um, we just actually came from lockdown. But right. um, it's um, it's one of those things where every now and again, where they get a moment where they can go out and have fun. I, I don't see too much harm in it, but I sit there and I can't help but question. <laughs> that's that's a really I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because that's a really like different kind of take of you know the teachable moments it's not only teachable moments for you for him the subconscious teachable moment can you turn it into something about manners but also (laughs) what are you teaching him as far as getting what he wants versus like i i don't know is deserving in that vocabulary at all for you right now yeah you know does he deserve to do that like because you know he's going to be spoiled yeah it is a treat right yeah you you nailed it i mean it's uh, most of the time it's like whenever and he, lately unfortunately he's going through the terrible threes mm. it's not terrible twos three three um, nature is what my wife said <laughs> what's up three nature three nature <laughs> yes that's a perfect term actually yeah <laughs> um yeah he's he, he puts on an attitude when he doesn't get his way oh and yeah if he doesn't get his way he'll do the pout starts first he you know he has a process pouting mm-hmm. first anger comes second and then crying <laughs> yeah always uh-huh. you know is uh, i love the fact that uh, our kids are so close in age because it is like you're literally describing malcolm at the same time <laughs> you're not uh, alone <laughs> no yeah we're we're right there with you like yeah. i was gonna say my teachable moment actually came tonight um mm-hmm. for the last couple of days our routine is like we have dinner then he cleans up all his toys that we've been playing and then we get 15 minutes of like like a short fi- short 15 minute show he's been getting into ridley jones and ada twist and we're like yeah watch those shows <laughs> and and when? then then it like if we're too lazy we're like okay you can also watch a bluey <laughs> um but he can't watch anything until he cleans up And he's just been refusing to clean up. So the last two days have just been, we're setting a timer, clean up, clean up. It's going like timers don't really mean anything unless they go off for him yet. He can't count down, but he does understand urgency. And as soon as that timer goes off, he's like, no, no, I want to watch. And it's like, (laughs) this wasn't a timer to tell you you're not watching. Sorry. (laughs) So it's been, it's, and he does the same pattern. It's, he, he gets sad and pouty and then he gets angry and then he gets screaming mm-hmm. and there tonight goes the yeah and tonight i just kind of like we brought him upstairs and after he calmed down i kind of sat down with him and i'm like listen why can't why aren't you watching tv he's like i didn't clean up did you want to watch tv yeah <laughs> well what should you do next time clean up that's what you said last night 
He's like, yeah. Well, tonight was also a little bit different. He like wasn't coming to the dinner table. Like he, we tell him go wash his hands. He goes, he washes his hands. He comes back, but he wasn't doing it. He was just like playing in the bathroom. And right. him and I are so tired that we were just like, whatever. He yeah. he knows how to get here. And then all of a sudden, kadunk kadunk. <laughs> and I go in there, and there's the towel rack on the ground. Like Lovely. broken and he in like huge hole in the wall and he's just, <laughs> he's giving me the big lip and he goes, Owie <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, I'm sure you're hurt. Because <laughs> he tried to he tried to hang on it. So yeah, of like, course. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this, this is a inner inner swearing. <laughs> I mean, no one would begrudge me if I, you know, snapped and yelled, but Yeah. I mean uh, you, you, it's one of those where you have to choose your battles um, right. and in the moment where you sit there and say am <sighs> getting upset in the moment is this going to make this better or worse and uh, Benjamin does that where <laughs> you know once he hits those phases of you know the pouting and then the, the anger the anger mm-hmm. is what triggers me because I'm like <laughs> Vanessa will tell you you know, uh, she she'll be the first to say, "Do I need to go get Daddy?" You know, <laughs> <And he's> like <laughs> you, you can see, just you know, you can visualize a child shaking their head really fast. No, no, I'm good because <laughs> mm-hmm. he knows Dad's like, "I'm not playing, boy." Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to sit there and choose the moments where you sit there and you, you think about, uh, like, especially for us uh, with uh, my parents. I, I think I sit there and if I see a moment where I'm like, we kind of need this right now. I mean, especially with me, you know, FYI people have been going through like a little stomach sickness lately. Um, <laughs> they, they took him last night <laughs> and I was not about to stop him. <laughs> I, I was just like, I could hardly walk. Um, <laughs> I was like, mom, dad, I would love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's those moments where if I mm-hmm. sit there and most school nights, I'll, I'll sit there and I'm like, no, 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 no. He needs to go to school tomorrow. You know, yeah. I, I prefer him. He, he goes to daycare. He learns. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, you know, thing to pick up. And he, he learns so much. And yes, but it, I mean, they do. It's, it's amazing. It, it's those moments that you have to sit mm-hmm. and debate whether this or that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a, that's a good segue for us with our, with our learning moments like our teachable moments not only for them the subconscious but for ourselves this is a teachable moment for us so that we learn in the future hey we can handle the situation better differently you know we you can workshop it you can workshop it and like we said at the beginning give yourself a break yeah every parent needs one every parent needs one all right uh i'm gonna cut it off here john thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) All right. And until next time, get some sleep. Bye. I'm going to keep that little bye because that was adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here is part two of our story of the explorers. We got two more after this. Hope you guys enjoy. A minute later, they had crashed through the foliage to find a giant, amazing city covered in vines and leaves hidden beneath this gigantic canopy in the Amazon. It's 
here, Dr. Chan said. It's really here. And so must be the treasure, Willie said. Where is it? Where are we going? How do I find it? According to my research, it should be right in the middle of the city. Now, we should probably map it out. No need, Willie said. Tallest building. I know it. Let's go. Well, technically, yes, but Willie, wait up. Dr. Janet and Willie ran ahead into the forest. Sky lagging behind slightly, looking behind her shoulder. But she couldn't see the gorilla anywhere. As the three explorers neared the great temple, Willie was charging ahead when Dr. Janet grabbed him by his backpack and pulled him back. Wait! There's something I haven't told you yet about the treasure. Willie huffed and looked at her. What? It's even more amazing than the legends say. Let us go. No. It's booby-trapped. Legends say that everything from flying arrows to great crushing boulders to fake rooms to carnivorous plants guard this treasure. We must exercise caution as we go forward with our exploration. Willie said, Booby traps in a missing village that are still active? You gotta be kidding me. Dr. Janice said, Fine, if you don't believe me, walk in front of those statues with the peculiar openings right at about chest level. Willie looked over and saw Indeed, he was about to run between many statues, all of them facing directly towards the center with suspicious-looking openings just big enough for something to fly out of. Ah, maybe you better go first, he said. Dr. Janet said, correct. Now, these are the temples of sun worshippers. The sun is sacred, and if you notice these patterns on the stones, every so often there's one marked with the sun. Let's try those. She took a step, went to a stone that had a sun on it, nothing. Then the next one, the next one, the next one, nothing. But how can you tell the other stones won't go off? Dr. Janet rolled her eyes, picked up an empty water canteen, and threw it onto a stone with a different symbol on it. Immediately an arrow shot up and got the stone. Believe me now? Yes, of course. On you go. Carefully crossed the statues, sticking only to the sunstones. But Sky lost her balance. All of her equipment and backpack was so heavy, she started to tilt forward. Run, Dr. Janet said. And Sky, the last second, sprinted forward, dodging as these arrows came flying. <laughs> she screamed, dodging around all of the flying objects. When she last ran into Willie and he fell to the ground, her backpack riddled with arrows. Nice of you to drop in again, Sky said Willie. Maybe next time you'll leave the equipment? Sky looked back 
but all of her equipment in her second case was now stranded in the middle of those statues. Arrows. Littering the uh, littering it from top to bottom. I guess we can figure something out later, said Sky. Before them was a giant temple with many, many stairs to the top. How many are there, said Willie? Roughly 365. You know, days of the calendar. Up they march, each step being about two feet tall, so they had to climb and climb and climb and climb until they were so high they were nearly out of breath. Now, when we get to the top, Dr. Janet said, be very careful not to touch anything with red on it. Red, said Willie. Why red? Red was not a good color for the worshippers, and I think they might trigger another booby trap. They got to the very top and turned around to look at the great view before them. The sun was setting. The sky was a blood-red orange with purple and flecks of gold around the clouds. Well, at least... It's pretty up here, said Dr. Janet. We'll rest here for tonight and go looking for the treasure tomorrow. Right, said Willie. Let me just take my backpack off and... No! He set it down on a stone with a small red spot on it. The stone fell forward and the steps slid forward, turning into a slide. And the three explorers traveled all the way down this giant slide, landing in quicksand below. Well, that was exactly what you said would happen, said Willie. I really should pay more attention. Sky started crying. How are we going to get out now, motherfucker? This is free. Help! She cried. Help! Help! Oh, please stop, said Dr. Janet. We can figure this out. Um, Willie, your backpack, he said, up at the top of the temple. Right. And mine is also at the top of the temple. Uh, Sky, your bag is, she pointed, between the statues. It's like, all my equipment's in there. The only thing I have in this backpack is journals. Well, maybe we really are stuck. Help! Dr. Janet cried. Willie joined in and so does Guy. Help me! Suddenly the trees shook and out from the trees sprang the enormous green gorilla. He landed a hundred feet away bound across the space with all the statues picking up Sky's backpack landing right in front of them. He tossed the backpack to Willie, who reached over and grabbed it. Dr. Janet and Sky grabbed Willie's arm, and the gorilla gently pulled them all to safety.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at M. that's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M, or on Twitter at Colrack, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.